Good evening, good evening, good evening. This is Dr. Pearly Martin, and I dropped in today to remind you that today is another wonderful, awesome day. This is a day that the Lord has made. I don't know about you, but I choose to rejoice and be glad that I'm alive and I'm still living in it. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome to my podcast. I'm Dr. Pearly Martin. And today we're going to be focusing on episode four from my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues. We started off talking about in chapter one, not playing the blame game, taking responsibilities for our own actions and our own reactions. And episode two, we talked about owning our own issues so we don't blame other people for what we do because what we begin to realize is that when we blame other people for what we do it's really a statement of weakness because what we're saying is they have power over us and I don't know about you but that's just too much power now unless a person is demon possessed life is choices we get to choose how we will respond so to say that the same way people can't make you do good is the same way people can't make you do that. Let's grow from faith to faith. Let's grow up spiritually on our own issues, repent of it, and let's move on. Episode three was confessing our own faults one to another. Now, why is it so hard for us to admit when we're wrong? Well, pride is under issue. It's hard for us, the reason it's hard for us to say we're sorry is because of pride. Another reason why it's hard for us to confess our own flaws is because we equate what we do as being who we are. Now, what we do is not who we are, but it's an action and a reaction in which we allow our flesh to commit. So when we miss it, let's just do what the word of God say. Let's just confess our own faults one to another so that we can be healed, so the of sexual fervent prayer of a righteous person will avail it much let's confess it so we don't possess it because until we admit it we cannot quit it and as long as we confess it we will possess it and continue to relive it so if you don't want to relive it confess it forgive it and move on and now that brings us up to today to our episode number four Today, we're going to be talking about the effects of unforgiveness. Um, If you have my book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other Issues, I'm on page 17, the effects of unforgiveness. We're coming out of Matthew 6, 14 NIV. It says, if you forgive those who who have sinned against you, your heavenly father will forgive you. How about that? Jesus said, if you forgive those who have sinned against you, guess what? I'll forgive you too. How about that? It works both ways. It says holding, holding unforgiveness against someone will cause us to walk in darkness and deception because it is a sin not to forgive. Jesus clearly tells us if we do not forgive others of their sins, his father in heaven will not forgive us of our sins. Unforgiveness will cause unforgiveness will cause our minds to be tormented day and night like it did the unmerciful servant who refused to forgive in Matthew 12, 18, excuse me, Matthew 18, 23 through 35. 
And that's what it does. Because well, when we refuse to forgive, we're, we're in our rebellion also. We're sinning also because we're not doing what our father said to do. Now, I don't know about you, but this is what God has said for me to do. Now, whether you do it or not, that's on you. But I'm going to submit myself to the Lord Jesus Christ. And it has nothing to do with what we feel. We do it because of our love for God. How many of you know that our obedience to God comes out of our love for God? For Jesus said, if you love me, then you will obey. Jesus said, why do you call me Lord, Lord, and not do what I say? So our obedience to God comes out of love for God. And it doesn't matter if, whether if you never say you're sorry or not. Hey, that's between you, God, and the devil. But that's not my part. My portion is to be willing and obedient so I can do what God say do. So I we can shut the door to the devil, um, keep him from coming into our lives. Because unforgiveness is an open door to the enemy. Unforgiveness is also rooted in pride because unforgiveness causes us to forgive. Uh, keeps us from uh, remembering what we have done. Unforgiveness sits us in a seat of self-righteousness. It sits us up on the top and everyone on the bottom and causes us to become very judgmental. This is the effects of unforgiveness. And it causes, you to become very, it causes us to become very judgmental because we forget. Because see, the plank is in our eye. When we, when we, every time we don't do what God say do, the plank is in our eye. We can't see clearly. And when we're walking in sin, we're walking in darkness and we don't know where we're going. We're going to stumble in the darkness. So when we don't forgive others, just know that we're operating in pride. The effects of unforgiveness is to walk in pride. The effects of unforgiveness is to walk in bitterness. The effects of unforgiveness is to walk in self-righteousness. Because you're sitting up here and everyone else is sitting down here. So he goes on to say, judge not, therefore you shall not be judged. For with the same judgment that you judge others, it will be judged back up to you. So let's just remember that, that when you judge another people, that same thing that you're judging them with is going to come back and meet you. And you're wondering why, wow, I'm experiencing the same thing, evil thing that I said about him. Why is that? Because it's an open door to the enemy. Anytime we don't do what God say do, we're listening to what the devil say do. Isn't that what Adam and Eve did? Isn't that exactly what they did? She didn't do what God said do. She did what the serpent told her to do. And that's us too. When we're not willing and obedient, we're not listening to the voice of the Lord. But I got some good news for you though, because see today is a new day. And God's grace and mercy is fresh and new every single day. That means every day is a new beginning to do again what God has asked us to do. What is it that God is asking you to do today? Well, I know for a fact, if if I have to forgive somebody, it's not even a suggestion. It's a commandment. We must forgive because if we don't forgive, he can't forgive and he won't forgive because to forgive us is to go against himself. And God is not going to go against himself. Uh, when unforgiveness knocks on the door of your heart, you need to answer it and say, I didn't die for anyone else's sin because I too owe the debt that I could not pay. We're not the judge of anything or anybody. My role in all of this is to forgive you when the offense comes. Because how many of you know that offenses are going to come? Because there's a devil in this world. 
But when the offense comes, it does not mean that we have to take it on. Just because the offense comes does not mean you have to take it on. Remember, remember Proverbs 4.23, for it's out of the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth speaks. Um, Proverbs 4.23 NLT says, guard your heart. Excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, Proverbs 4.23, I believe King James Version, uh, guard your heart for out of it flows the issue of life. Uh, Proverbs 4.23 NLT, guard your heart for out of it flows everything. What does it say? That you do. So I like to say that the issues that are in our life is coming from what's inside. So it's nothing personal. They're, They're having a bad day. They're feeling angry or whatever. But at the end of the day, I can't blame you for my attitude. (laughs) I'm going to have to take it and submit myself unto the mighty hand of the Lord. And when we submit ourselves under the mighty hand of the Lord, that's when he said the devil has to flee. Because how many of you know we can't walk in agreement with the devil and resist the devil at the same time? It does not work that way. Okay, so here's our chance. Today is a new day. Today is a new beginning. I, I think also, um, too, another reason we find it hard to forgive, because we think that when we forgive people, what we're saying is you're not responsible for what you did. That's not what we're saying. When we forgive people, we're doing it, first of all, so we can be free. Because when we don't forgive people, we're going to be tormented by the The devil has a right to torment us because when we're not doing what God says, it's an open door for him to come into into, into torment us. And think about it, that in order to be angry about something, because unforgiveness is attached to anger. You can't have unforgiveness without being angry about something, without taking on the offense. So when you're angry about something, think about this. Look Look at the ripple effect. That means you're constantly thinking about that thing over and over again. In order to be angry about it, you gotta think about it. And so that's in your mind. And the enemy is using that. And he has it on rewind. And remember what they did. Remember what they said. Well, remember what they did and remember what they said to Jesus. So next time the enemy comes in your mind, say, okay, yeah, I, rem- I remember what they said. And I remember um, what they did to Jesus. We must receive God's forgiveness for ourselves first before we can extend it to anyone else. Also, when you're forgiving other people, don't forget to forgive yourself. <laughs> because if you don't forgive yourself, guess what? The devil's going to use it for condemnation. There is no condemnation to those that are in Christ Jesus. Who not walk, not according to the flesh, but according to the spirit. If we walk in that flesh realm, that's the devil's realm. He, he is the accuser of the brother and he will be there to meet us with accusations and lies and condemnation. But when we walk in the spirit, we walk in the light as Jesus Christ is in the light, okay? And we can receive God's forgiveness. So remember to forgive yourself. But, um, and, and let me and let me let, leave you with this. Just because you forgive someone, or you that means you release them. You forgive their debt. You, you, you forgive that offense. Because first of all, remember what we discussed earlier in the prior episodes is that we have to understand the fight. To forgive Anything that God asks us to do, we have to do it by faith. It's supernatural. It's not natural. He tells us to bless those that curse you, pray for those that despite you. He's opposite. The, the, the word is opposite to the world. Okay? So it's not natural, supernatural, because we were born into sin. It's the nature of our flesh 
not to want to forgive. That's the nature we was born into, the Adamic nature. We were born into sin. That's why we can be born again. So anything that God asks us to do, we're going to have to ask them to help us to do it. Because <laughs> everything that God asks us to do is an opposition to what our flesh wants to do. So we need to, you know, we spend more time fasting and praying. Fasting basically is just telling the flesh, no, you're not going to have your way. It's kind of like training a spoiled child. Our flesh is like a spoiled child and it wants what it wants when it wants it. But the thing is, is that our flesh lives in opposition to our spirit. So we have to train our flesh. You know how we like to try to train our children? Um, discipline our children that's how we have to do ourselves we have to do that to our flesh and we have to say no you will not walk in bitterness you will not walk in unforgiveness but you will walk in love because our submission is not to ourselves but our submission is to our lord jesus christ for god said he resists the proud but he gives grace to those that are humble therefore submit yourself under the mighty hand of god resist the devil and you he will have to sleep because when we walk in submission to God, we're walking in disobedience to the enemy. And I don't know about you, but we need to rebel against hell and serve the devil. Notice his eviction papers. You don't run nothing here. You don't tell my flesh what it can and can't do. You don't tell my flesh what it can and can't say. Because we are going to live a lifestyle in submission to the Lord. Jesus Christ, the word of God tells us, he said, if you acknowledge me in all your ways, and I'll check with him first. Be slow to speak and quick to hear. Check with him first. And he said, I'll direct your path. Will you let the shepherd shepherd you? We say that the Lord is our shepherd. Will you let the shepherd lead you? Will you let will we let the shepherd guide us into green pastures? Will we allow the shepherd to guide us by the still waters? Yes. The answer today is yes. You know why? Because by, by the Holy Spirit, I'm believing God. Um, that as you guys are listening to this, that your hearts are bowing down and you're saying, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. Not my want, but let your let your want be done. Hey, um, another effect of, of unforgiveness, we said, was bitterness. Let, we're going to hit this point and we're going to jump off of here. But have you noticed, have you ever met the bitter receptionist or the bitter customer service agent just rude and just all over the place? Or just ran into somebody and they didn't even like you and didn't even know you? They were just bitter mean. You ever ran into a bitter person? Well, that's what unforgiveness. That's an effect of unforgiveness. Because when we don't forgive, the Bible says, don't let a root of bitterness spring up in you, defiling everyone around you. You see a tree, how the tree has so many branches on it? Well, that's how the root of bitterness is. It touches, that tree touches everything around you. And when we get bitter, you start off being mad at one person. See, we think we can compartmentalize sin, but that's not how it works because it's, it, it's, it grows. It's a seed. It's an evil seed and it will grow and it will touch everything and everybody. And it's going to manifest in different areas in your life. So you're mad at Sam or you're mad at your husband, but then when you go to work, you're screaming at the receptionist, you're screaming at your uh, co-workers. You see how that thing has spread and it, and, and it just started off being mad at your husband. And when you don't forgive, the longer you hold on to it, the more it grows and it grows into a big tree. Next time, next time when you hold on unforgiveness, I want you to think about the tree with all the branches. And everything that is touching, it's touching your kids, it's touching your co-workers, it's touching your friends. 
it's touching people you know, it's touching people you don't know, just like that nasty receptionist. She don't know you. You done took her anger and made it about you. This lady don't know you. This customer service person on the phone don't know you. It's not about you. It's about what's going on on the inside of them. Therefore, guard your own heart for out of it flows everything that you do. Jesus said, remember, it's out of the abundance of a man's own heart that his mouth is speaking. Like we said in the prior uh, uh, episodes, if you want to know what's in your heart, simply listen to what's coming out of your mouth. But I don't know, we gathered here today because we want to change some things. We want to cut that snake at the head. We want to cut the effects of unforgiveness off and out of our lives. So here, let's let's come to some, some solutions here. So when you forgive someone, because Jesus said to, it has nothing to do with what we feel like. Everything is by faith. We have to serve God by faith. Okay, it's not by feelings. It has nothing to do with what you want. It has nothing to do with what you like because we're crucified with Christ, right? Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ that liveth in us. And the life we now live, we live by faith in the Son of God. We live by faith in what Jesus Christ has already done. So it has nothing to do with what we feel. It has nothing to do with what we like or what we don't like. What it boils down to is when we make Jesus Christ our Lord, that means he's our supervisor. And whatever he says, that's what we do. You say, well, that's, it's not that easy. You're absolutely right. So it's, I say relationship, relationship, relationship. We must have a relationship with God to submit to God, right? We have, must have a relationship with God to trust God. So how do we do that? Spend time with them the same way you get to know your wife, the same way you get to know your friends or anyone else. Spend time with them. Spend time in his word. Spend time praying. Spend time fellowshipping with him. Um, and that's how you get to know him. And, and it's so important that we read the word of God because God and his word is one, right? Because in the beginning was the word, the word was with God, the word was God. And the word became flesh and it dwelt among men, right? So God and his word is one. And so when we're saying we don't have time for the word, what we're saying is we don't have time for God. Father, we repent of that. We ask that you forgive us. We repent of that right now, Lord God, and we ask, we ask that you give us a hunger and a thirst for the things of God. Let me let me tell you this. When we lose our fire for God, and when we lose our hunger for God, that's because we're full of the world. When we lose our hunger and our fire and our desire for the W-O-R-D, that's because we're full of the W-O-R-L-D. He says, love not the world, nor the things of the world. For if you love the world, then the love of the Father is not in us. So we have lost our love for the Father. My prayer is, Father, that we will return back to our first love. And we will fall in love with the Father again, who loves us so, so very, very much. We know that God loves us. The question is never, does God love us? The question is, do we love God? And it wasn't that we first loved him, but when we were yet sinners, Christ still went on ahead and did it. He died for us while we were still in it. <laughs> oh God, I thank you so much, Lord Jesus. I love you, Lord. I thank you. But I'm getting ready to end it here. Remember, just because you forgive someone too does not mean that you have to uh, be back, come back together and be besties. Because I want you to think about, firstly, the other person is not sorry. And let me tell you why. Because just because you're sorry does not mean that they're sorry. And if they're not sorry, then they will continue to sabotage. Let me give you an example of that. The king Saul and David. 
King Saul was envious of David, but David had nothing in his heart against King Saul. He didn't even know why he was trying to throw javelins at him and why he was trying to kill him. He even asked Saul, Saul, why are you doing this to me? You know, I've been nothing, you know, I've served you faithfully. Why are you doing this? Because Saul was full of envy. That's a very dangerous spirit. Okay. So even though David didn't have anything in his heart against Saul, Saul had things in his heart against King, against David. And because of that, he could not, David could no longer sit his feet at King Saul's table. So sometimes you can't sit your feet, you can't go back there and sit your feet at the other person's table because they refuse to forgive and they refuse to uh, let go. And so they're still stuck in that same bitter state. And so they are willing to forgive it. They will continue to relive it. So I want to leave you with this like I do on other episodes. If you cannot forgive them for what they said or did to you, can you at least forgive them for being imperfect just like you? I'm going to end it here on that note. I'm going to end it right there. And, and, and my challenge for you today is that um, you'll just throw your hands up and say, Lord, I forgive them because I didn't die for anyone. I didn't pay for anyone's sin. Therefore, I don't have a right not to forgive them. And besides that, I, 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 there's a, I owed a debt that I couldn't even pay. I am not the redeemer of anyone. I'm not the judge of anyone. These are your people, Lord. And you said vengeance was yours. It's not mine to repay. Because when we try to get even, we become just as evil. And that's what revenge does. Because in order to get even with someone, you have to become just like them. You have to do to them what they did to you or even do something more worse to feel for your flesh to feel justified. So two wrongs will never equal what's right. And I'm ending it here. Forgiveness is the key. We do it not because we feel like it. We do it not because it's fair. And I'm not saying that the person wasn't guilty for what they did, but that's between them and God. As a child, God said, I, I need you to forgive. It's an individual relationship with Jesus Christ. It's a daily walk. It's an individual decision. He didn't say, it never said that uh, you forgive. If they, say, if they say they sorry, then you say you sorry. That's not what it said. Jesus said, if you don't forgive, then I won't forgive. Because I can't go against myself. So it doesn't matter. It's really for you. Forgiveness is for you, so, so for us, so we can be delivered and set free. So we don't have to live a life, uh, uh, our mind don't have to be tormented by the tormentor. Read that story about the unmerciful servant, where God forgave him of his debt, and then he goes and finds someone else that owes him a debt, and he refused to forgive. But I'm telling you what, when Jesus is your Lord, and we're submitted to him, Whenever it's time to do what he says, you just ask the Holy Spirit, help me. That's what he's there for. God's grace is sufficient. God will grace us to do what he asks us to do because he knows in our own natural flesh ability, it's not possible. The word of God is a supernatural word. It is the power of God. So we cannot do it in our natural, but he will add some super to the natural. When we walk, come into agreement with him and say, Lord, I want to do it your way because you love them enough to forgive them. Who am I not to? You love me enough to forgive me. And I know who I, I was. And still am because the process is still going on. None of us have arrived. 
So if you give mercy, you will reap mercy. How about that? We really do reap what we sow. And it's not just the bad things. It's the good things too. And I think if we really believe that we reap what we sow, I'm saying really, really believe it, we will be more intentional on, on how we treat other people. Because what you sow, God is not mocked. Whatsoever we sow, that shall we also reap. We're sowing seeds into the lives of others. We're sowing seeds into our own lives. We're allowing the enemy to sow seeds of strife and confusion in us when we don't do what God says. Okay, I'm going to end it here. There's no condemnation, but we're going to end it in a prayer. And Father God, a prayer of surrender. Father God, we just surrender to you. We say yes to your will, Lord. And we repent, Father God. We pray all the time, creating us a clean heart, renewing us the right spirit. And Father, we come to you again today, asking you, asking you to grace us to do what you have asked us to do. We believe it. We receive it by faith. We thank you for your supernatural power to walk in forgiveness because we understand, we realize, and we know that it's not even about us. They're acting like that because of what's in their heart. And if we did have a part to play, Father, we say we're sorry. We ask for forgiveness. We ask them for forgiveness. We ask, we receive your forgiveness and we walk free of it right now in the name of Jesus. Even those that are died and passed on, we release them and we let them go, Father. So we can walk in obedience to you. So we can walk in liberty. And as we have forgiven those, Father, we thank you right now because we receive your forgiveness. We call you Lord. And Father, we ask that you lead God and direct our footsteps because we don't want our way. We want your way. We want your will. And we say yes to you, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Okay, guys, I'm going to end it here. Um, share this link. Share my podcast. Because April 16th, they've stayed on there now on Facebook. They're no longer going to be doing watch parties. So I'm on, uh, I created this podcast. Someone stop by, uh, subscribe on my YouTube page, Gene Martin, because I'm going to do some live stuff there on YouTube. I have a over a hundred some videos there. I was doing that before the Facebook and all this kind of stuff. I have a lot of videos on YouTube at Gene Martin. And then I have another page called Rap Time Teen Talk Show uh, from years prior when I used to have a street ministry. Um, I'm going to end it here, you guys. Uh, follow me on Facebook. All my books, including this book, Understanding Your Own Issues and Other, other Issues, they can be found online at Amazon or Barnes and Nobles. There's a uh, free worldwide shipping at the book depository.com. And um, I'm in the middle of writing study guides right now. They're Bible scripture study guides. Order your copy today. Once again, they're all on Amazon. Uh, it's line upon line, precept upon precept. It's so important that we come back to the word of God, that we return unto our first love. Um, we're definitely going to have to be rooted and grounded because as we face these end times, uh, the waters become more turbulent, um, the demons become more aggressive. And so we're going to have to be rooted and grounded. We're going to have to be like that tree that's planted by the rivers of, of the water. And when the storms of life come, because they're going to come, 
Um, we got to make sure we will not be moved, but we got to make sure that we build our life on the rock and not be like the foolish man and build our life on the sand on old wise fables. And we have to build our life on the W-O-R-D and not the W-O-R-L-D. How about that? Okay, well, I'm ending it here. Like I said, push that share button. Um, I'll be on again tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock a.m. I'll be doing, um, so if you like to just pop in, because we'll be live, um, I'll be live on um, this iPod. And if you pop in live, please put your phone on mute, um, because we will be able to hear you. <laughs> okay, uh, again, I, I, I'm Arthur Pearly Martin. Follow me on Facebook at Rapfine Martin or Pearly Martin Books. Uh, you guys keep looking for the good in your day, so you can see God's goodness all throughout this wonderful, 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 blessed, wonderful day.